The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. Right, infidels, you found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, so sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! Hello, this is Homeboy88 of the Homeboy88 Podcast. If you like hip-hop, video games, pro wrestling, conspiracy theories, and comedy, come check out the Homeboy88 Podcast, constantly in the top Apple Podcast charts. Check out my back catalog featuring some of the funniest wrestling shows ever created. The Homeboy88 Podcast. Search for it and listen today. sound you hear when you get in the ring, that's remote controls around the world changing the channel to watch anything but you. And I don't give a damn about you. I give a damn about the fact that my Hall of Fame legacy, my championship-laden career, has lost all credibility 
because of you. Modern day wrestling god? See what you need, not some little cute little shirt is a red nose and floppy shoes, cause you are a clown. You do not belong near me. John, where's this coming? I look, I can change, I can do better, I'll do better. You can't polish a turd. I tried. Chelsea Green, I'm not talking about you, I'm talking about me. And Buzzsaw engage. Look at the rapid offensive Oscar. A striking machine. The Empress of Tomorrow, absolutely lethal. Welcome to Monday Night Raw, Chelsea Green. Oh, oh, oh. I think right now the best Chelsea can hope for a couple of coupons for her next visit. It's not over yet. Chelsea Green back up on her feet. Oh, oh. big kick to Oscar. I'm going to eat my words here. I, uh, and armbar. Oh, my God. Oh, the body's not supposed to bend this way. No, no, no. Chelsea may tap. It's over. It's over. How's she going to dial the manager without use of her arms? By submission. Shelton, his turn now, running knee rocks Otis. Oh my goodness, one for each chin. Oh no, wow, a Samoan drop by Shelton Benjamin. How the hell did he get Otis up that high? 330 pounds of Otis. Oh wow, explosive impact by Gable, making the climb to the top turnbuckle. Gable now. Great athleticism. Going home. Alexander, knees were up. The Cedric Alexander School of Chiropractic Medicine opens for business. by Montez Ford. KP, if you value that expensive dental work you got, yeah. I wouldn't say oh, anymore. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Montez Ford is not bound by the laws of gravity. And we're about to double down on oh, that statement God. from the heavens. Crack open the roof. Frog splash. Ford. He's got it. He's headed to the chamber! Dawkins not giving Priest an inch. Oh, the oh, Priest wow. takes it! Wow! It connects in devastating fashion! Dawkins on spaghetti legs! Answers with a thunderous right of his own! Oh my god! Priest! South of heaven! Damien Priest now hooks the leg to qualify for the elimination chamber! Candice beats Carmella to the punch. The Pixie with a face full of turnbuckle. Saudi experience move by Carmella. Look at this aggression from Carmella, and it's time to do a little moonwalking after the trash talking. 
Michaels nailed it. A minute from behind. Cannonball. Carmella, super kick. Carmella now dragging Candice LeRae back inside. Stacking her up for the victory. And Mella's going to the chamber. I didn't come here to talk. I came here to beat Rhea Ripley's ass. And since she's not here tonight, how about this? The Rated R Superstar Edge. The Glamazon Beth Phoenix. Versus Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley at Elimination Chamber. You think Rhea's in? I think Mommy's in. That's what I thought, because Finn is in. We accept. Of course, that is if the both of you actually make it to Elimination Chamber. This does not bode well for the Grit Couple. The numbers game in the favor of the Judgment Day could be like Extreme Rules all over again. But Edge and Beth, they're ready for a fight. They're ready for a strap. Oh, here we go. Swivel. And here we go. And look at Edge go. Wait a second. The Street Profits, Angelo Dawkins, scheduled for a match with Priest coming up next. He's even the numbers. And he's here to help out Edge and Beth Phoenix sending Damian Priest. Spear. Spear from Edge on Fire. Oh, no. Oh, no. Dom, watch your back. Montez Ford's on the scene! He's gone! Oh no! Mommy, help! Oh no! Look at the strength of Ben Phoenix! Slam slam! Taking care of Mysterio! God, Cody. I can't convey in words how much I loved your father. And I can tell you straight to your face that your father loved you. In my last conversation with your dad, he told me you, Cody, were his favorite son. But Roman Reigns was the son he always wanted. just trying to win a wrestling championship and everybody everybody wants to make it personal and that's what you just did and you're not gonna pay for it mr Heyman. your boy roman reigns is going to pay for it at wrestlemania when i take those titles Personally. In this $5 denim jacket is a multi-million dollar contract. 
On this contract, it states, Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar at Elimination Chamber. Now, Bobby Lashley, if you've got a set of balls, you'll get your ass down here and sign this contract. You got your wish, Mr. Lesnar. The Almighty doesn't need a second invitation. I think things are going to be done under my terms right now, Brock. So I'm going to take this contract and I'm going to let my agent look at it. I'm going to make my lawyer look at it. And then I'll get back with you, Brock. I'll take it into consideration. What are you, are you surprised, Brock? Are you surprised that Bobby Who has one up on you?
I'm Homeboy Shivani, and now the PWC, the Pro Wrestling Coalition, is on the air for the most exciting two hours of professional wrestling podcasting in the world. We're going to put butts in seats and ears to the streets. And now, here are your hosts, Jimmy T and Jeff Littman. Hello everyone and welcome to the PWC Monday Night Machismo. I'm your host Jimmy T and my co-host, he's back at it once again. He's the evil one, Dr. Jeff Lippman. Welcome back to the Machismo, man. What's up everyone? I showered for you today. Yeah, you did. As a matter of fact, you did. I thought I was telling you, I could smell you all the way down under, dude. That sounds bad. (laughs) For for sure. Yeah, you're always sniffing my down under, right? (laughs) Down underpants, right? I don't wear anyway. underpants. <laughs> Neither do I, Jeff. Underpants are for weekends. <laughs> Free balling, baby. Anyway, let's not talk about balls or underwear. Let's talk about Monday Night Raw because um, it was a pretty eventful sort of show, man. I mean, we had the Cody segment, which I want to ask you, was it blown out of proportion? Or was it really that good? Um, I think everything's blown out of proportion these days. Um, but it was good. I mean, I'm just happy when Raw is not a chore. And Raw this week was not a chore. Raw was pretty good. So, it was. yeah, I mean, everyone's saying oh, how great it was. I mean, it was, it was nice slash not nice to see Paul Heyman, you know, almost leap in the ring. I mean, because, like, it's good to see the, 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 the emotion, but... Come on, he knew what was coming, so right. you know, keep your case in, man. You know, you're you're an actor, that's part of your job. So um, but maybe that maybe that was part of the acting was he was supposed to look like he was leaping and then he then he uh, went cold on him. But um, yeah, I thought that oh, well I call bullshit. A lot of people were saying he was really in tears, for example, Don Tony. Um, I say he wasn't. He didn't look like he was literally emotional. I mean, sure, it would have been touching, but emotional? I don't know about that, man. It's Paul Heyman we're talking about. <laughs> if this was something that was not prepared for, I might believe it. But it was so right. obviously prepared for. So I'm with you on this one. I, I think that it was crocodile tears. Now, maybe there were real tears at some point, like earlier in the day when they, or early in the week when they started thinking about it and writing it. But. On, on Raw now, I, I think that was part of the rope I think that was part of the track. And they were talking facts. I mean, I remember Dusty back in 2000 in ECW. I mean, remember he was wearing the good old jeans and the singlet. <laughs> you know what I mean? With the, what with if I told you about ECW? I know, you hated it. I get no, it. No, I, I never watched it. 
Yeah, well, you know what, man? You should go back on it in a way, dude. <laughs> Listen, it's bad enough that I'm a wrestling fan. The, I'm not going to go back and watch old wrestling. I'm just not doing it. <laughs> I mean, on occasion, I'll watch some Road Warriors squash matches. I was I'll watch you, the man. Russians against the Road Warriors, or I'll watch the NWO thing. And every now and then, I'll, I'll just get in the mood to see Brock Lesnar kill John Cena at that SummerSlam match. Beyond that, I'm not watching reruns. I'm just not doing it. Yeah, look, I, personally, I love going back on the old school stuff. Um, you know, I tried even at one stage going through all the Raws and Nitros from, like, obviously, Raw started in 93. Those 93 ones are kind of tough to watch. So I started from 96 and up with WCW. And I got up to about 99, and then I've just given up. And that was actual ago. wrestling that we guys watched. Three hours of Raw, I two know. hours of NXT, <laughs> two hours of Dynamite. This week there were two hours of MLW, the one hour was a, a complete rerun. Uh, okay. An hour of NWA, then we've got two hours of SmackDown, an hour of Rampage. Where is this free time supposed to come from to, to watch other wrestling? <laughs> I know, it's crazy, man, and, and it's true. I mean, it's funny because I've said this a million times, but when I was young, I wanted more wrestling. You know what I'm saying? Like, I couldn't get enough. Some type of pay-per-view event, like two out of every weekend's a month. That's true, too. No, you're right. I mean, it's too much, I feel. You know what I mean? Like, it could have been... When I was young, yeah, absolutely. I wanted I wanted nothing more right. wrestling than when I was young. I also didn't have a job, a, a life, and... and... You know, it didn't, it didn't matter. And unfortunately, who the fuck is calling me? If you need me to answer that, my, answer the phone. Answer no, the I never answer the I don't even know what that telephone number is, so it's all, it can only possibly be spam. Okay, so it's not it's not anything important, 100%, right? He's the first. Apparently, there's a criminal on the loose. What? Is that what the call was for? Yeah. Wow. We don't get these calls, man. Uh, it might be a storm threat. I don't know if it's a if it's a criminal. Interesting. Damn. Yeah, I think I think that. Damn. <laughs> Lock oh the doors, Jeff. It's just saying bolt co alert, so it's not telling you what the alert is. But that that must there must be a shooter. There must be a shooter. Damn, must be very close. I mean, it's it's probably just Baltimore County, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean well, Baltimore County is huge, but uh, well, yeah, so be... that's outside the actual you know city of Baltimore per se. Yeah, right? Baltimore County pretty much surrounds Baltimore, almost like a horseshoe, but like a horseshoe you. with like a big triangle on the top. Um, and it's and and then uh, there's water on the other on the south, and then there's also part of uh, Anne Arundel County where you, then you get into the the airport and stuff. But um, yeah, it could be west side of Baltimore County, but that's also like like one and a half to two million people live in eh, probably one and a half million people live in Baltimore County. Wow, but more people, I mean, more a lot more people live in Baltimore County than Baltimore City. That's becoming a thing pretty much everywhere now, I've noticed. Even here, man, a lot of people are moving out, you know what I mean, into the burbs. I mean, let's look, let's be honest, it's nicer, man. You want to live like, I know per se, like I live pretty close to downtown, but like, 
you know what I mean? I, I can't stand it, especially I'm right next to a highway and it, no, I, the pollution. I heard all about uh, Melbourne from the goat himself, John Cena. He said, <laughs> yeah. the, the, the coffee is nice and you have a nice park. Okay, terrific. Awesome. <laughs> He's always down here, dude. Uh, that, I posted that earlier. That's the best up with. He goes to a city and he says, dude, yeah, the look, coffee, is, coffee is nice and there's a nice garden. Hey, look, we're known to have some of the best coffee in the world in Melbourne, dude. Definitely wow. in Australia. No, really, for real. We've got a real coffee scene down here. Not yeah. that I give a shit, because yeah. I don't, I'm not really a coffee drinker, believe it or not. But Cena, I mean, look at him. He was sweating his balls off. Let's be honest, dude. The last thing he wanted was to be asked, especially about Melbourne. I'm, <laughs> I mean, just, I'm just saying that like, you could come up with something better than coffee culture and the gardens. <laughs> I mean, look at the fucking reporter, dude. She was marking out, obviously, clearly. Oh yeah, she she was digging his. She was well, no, how, she couldn't see him. <laughs> she couldn't. Yeah. Definitely couldn't. That's true. Well, let's get back into raw though. Um, mm. as long as your doors are locked, that's all that matters, Jeff. I mean, yeah, what's the difference? And La Sakaria is not in the building, so you got I know, no my protection is <laughs> Yeah, no Sakaria. I've never felt in more vulnerable in my life. <laughs> You need the <laughs> you need the hitman, man, or the hit woman in this case. That's right. But um, raw. I thought before we get to the start, I just want to go back on the Cody promo. Cody, the way where that was placed was perfectly and obviously strategically placed because it was at the top of the third hour, and um, yeah, I mean, the, did, do you know the ratings? No, 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 because I, I lost the track of thought there. Right. But do you know what the ratings were for that segment? Because usually they lose a lot of viewers. I, I don't know what it is for the for the quarters or for the hour to hour. I know that the aggregate was 1.866, which was down considerably from the week before after really? Royal Rumble. Wow. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know, you know, if they started strong and ended weak. I don't know if they ended strong. You know, I, I do know SmackDowns, though, that the, the quarter was... Roman, like it, it actually went up as the night went on. Like the with the, the segment with Roman had like two hundred fifty to three hundred thousand more viewers than really? the, the segments before it. Yeah, like the last three, like basically from nine fifteen on was the strongest parts of SmackDown, which is odd. Usually the shows sort of go straight down. Hmm, interesting. Well, homeboy's in the chat saying yo. Yo, what up, homeboy? You're always around, man. Go check yeah, out his yeah, show, yeah. by the way. Great show. Right. Just, he just, he's just not able to contact someone by, by regular <laughs> means, but he's a man of mystery. What's with the friggin' West Coast friggin' uh, internet, man, particularly in Cali? God damn it. He, he, he just doesn't want to be rubbed out like the first 87 homeboys. <laughs> that's true. Actually, there's there's actually a story to why he's called Homeboy 88, but uh, he was born that's not for me. <laughs> no, he's a lot older than that, actually. Oh, <laughs> just quietly. He's older than me, actually, Jeff. Whoa, my God, yeah. fossil! He's a fossil, dude. Practically but not quite dead. as, but not <laughs> yeah, but not quite as old as you, though, Jeff. But I'm I'm undead. I'm like you know I, <laughs> I'm, I'm like I've been a vampire for years. True. I mean, look at you, man. Not even exactly. a fucking wrinkle. I, no, I'm so no, jealous no, of that shit. No wrinkles and no color. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, like I'm actually builder neutral. Well, it is winter. Me, the same. <laughs> it is winter after all, yeah. man. So you know we can cut yeah, you this, some this slack. Is all man. year round. What are you talking about? <laughs> you see me all year round, practically every day. <laughs> uh, we'll get back to that in, in during your summer. But um, anyway, uh, we start off raw with the Judgment Day, and um, 
Well, actually, no. It was actually um, Edge, sorry, first. Yeah. And Beth Phoenix. That's why I made that face. I'm like, huh? Right, yeah, sorry. I wasn't looking at at you at the time. I'm looking at my notes. But, um, yeah, there's no Rhea Ripley, though, coming up. But before I get into that, let's get into the actual uh, promo because... uh, Let's see where we... Well, Edge begins on the mic after a video recap plays and tells us it's good to be back. He's the king of comebacks at this point and it's getting silly. And they're here for one reason, the Judgment Day. They're his fault and the idea was to elevate talent. He felt deserves it and it worked. All of Judgment Day are in a better place than they were a year ago, which is true. I'll give him that. I mean, let's be honest, Jeff. They are in a better place. You don't think so? I think they are. Dominic, I actually think they enjoy Dominic each other. Too. Are. <laughs> yeah, def. Oh, you admitted it. See, uh, you, yeah. Hey, give credit where credit's due. I, th- I think Dom is actually like he's found who he is. I actually think he looks better now than he has previously. Um, like honestly, dude, I think Dom is doing all right. He look, well, he looks like a conniving twerp, and he is a conniving twerp. The problem is trying to make him look like a wrestler, like he like he could actually hold his own with anybody, like his right. you know, undersized father could, and that just wasn't working. Like, I dare say he's a better Mike. He's a better Mike talker than actually Rey Mysterio, dude. Rey Mysterio was never good on the mic. I mean, that's that, why. That, I, that's, that's what I'm that's saying. That's sort of a low bar, but yeah, I, I'll give you that. I mean, at least in this character. I mean, before yeah, this true. character, no, but in this character, yes, sure. But Rhea, Rhea's a star. Priest could be a star. Um, I think he's getting there, kind he's of. Getting, he's back on. Slowly. He's back on the upswing, but that could, right. that could stop at any time. But I, I hope it won't. Uh, I hope it won't. But Finn, too, Finn's though. exactly the same. I mean, if anything, Finn's worse because he talks more, and the more he <sighs> talks, the more you realize you don't want to hear him talk. And he's a conniving fucking little prick, if you know what I mean. Like, and the way he loves, like, ha <laughs> ha, like, he just, you just want to slap the guy, man, straight up. Like, I just well, want to grab his little punk head and just. Well, I have a suggestion for him. He should try to laugh like this. <laughs> <laughs> he was on a roll, mind you, with those laughs. But uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, I mean, I'm sure you checked out Seth Rollins' promo about Phil. I, I watched. Oh, yes, yes. So, yeah, he said he's yeah, a camp. Phil, I, I, I quite agree. But did you see the video of him actually talking about that with Hausman? No, no. no. Oh, it was funny because he started off with <laughs> even even in an interview that's not WWE related but anyway um, we, we continue on though because Edge says and that's a good thing about how they're in a better place a year later he puts over Finn Balor Damian Priest and Rhea Ripley over in turn before damning Dominic Mysterio with faint praise he tells of how they waged war back and forth leading up to Extreme Rules and he knew Finn didn't have what it takes to make him quit but then they brought Beth into it, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's the kind of man that he's not used to feeling helpless. He gives Judgment Day a golf clap, which was funny. Oh, I remembered <laughs> who her hair's a homage to. It's David Bowie when he was doing the I Ziggy Stardust. I said that. Didn't I say uh, that? You know, I thought it might I said have, that. I, like we forgot at some point or somebody right. did. Anyway, yeah, it's David Bowie. And it, I mean, it's ridiculous enough already, woman. Yeah, I don't. I will say one thing though. She looks fucking jacked, man. Yeah, she does. She she looks like she's back in her glamazon days and and not in her you know suburban mom days. I dare say. I mean, let's be honest. Does Edge and um, Beth Phoenix look like a bit of an odd couple in a way? 
I think all couples look like odd couples. No, I get you, but you know, some really suit these. These two are kind of weird for me. Are they both Canadians? Uh, Beth isn't. Edge is obviously. Really? What's what's Beth? Well, she's American first of all, but I don't know where she's from. But I'll yeah, find really? out right now. Yeah. I know she's American though. hundred percent. I, mean, I know they live where in North Carolina from? now. I knew that near, too. They, they live near the the two turns. She's a Polack too, man. Oh wow, that's great! Yeah, damn. Where's she from? Buffalo, New York. Ooh, that's practically Canada. Yeah, I know it's pretty close. It's on the border. I mean, yeah. pretty much. But yeah, yeah, that's weird. Buffalo. Is it true Buffalo's <laughs> becoming worse in New York City? What's going on there? No idea. I have no idea what's going on. But but nobody in the United States knows anything about Buffalo except people in Buffalo <laughs> who, ins- who insist that the Buffalo is part of the United States. And we do know the Buffalo <laughs> Bills are good now. But beyond that. Nobody knows anything about Buffalo except that it's near Niagara Falls. That, that's it. Well, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Well, back to the golf clap, and he says. And I've been to Buffalo, and I didn't even know I was, well, I was there. A, a lot of people, really? Yeah. <laughs> I think you've told me that, actually. That's funny. Yeah. Anyway, after the golf clap, he says he's a vindictive, cruel bastard who will sink to any level to get his pound of flesh. And this leads to Phoenix stepping in. She challenges Rhea and Finn to finish. Enter Judgment Day, and then Finn Balor cuts an annoying promo about how it might be time for Edge to hang him up, and Dominic says they better run before he does to them what he did to his dad at the Royal Rumble. Then Damian Priest agrees and promises the next beatdown will make Extreme Rules look like child's play. He then stumbles over his words, which is bad. Everyone's doing this week in, week out. Heck, I did it tonight. Yeah, but we're not professionals on live TV. <laughs> True that's true we're, we're clearly not professionals on like youtube facebook twitter, twitter. <laughs> it happens come on it's like it's i don't want to i don't want to call it live tv or i guess it kind no, of we, is we don't have prepared promos true and we're still fucking good see yeah. what i mean that that should tell you something but anyway he stumbles over his words and almost says he's going to enter money in the bank rather than elimination chamber and claims he's going to win the United States Championship once again. Do you think again. it's a spoiler? Do you think, he, do you think he's slipped over his words? Do you think that he might be winning money in the bank? Uh, well, I can see how he probably got confused because uh-huh. Elimination Chamber, money in the bank. I know it's not exactly the same thing, but no, it's kind of similar. Words, right. one, one's this month, the other's in six months. You're not sure. <laughs> That's true. But whatever, I mean... I've noticed, like the miss, elimination he chamber, up. money in the bank, both two words. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, Dom wishes Ripley were here to see what they're going to do, but she's busy traveling the world to promote WrestleMania. Actually, mm-hmm. as a matter of fact, Dom, she's in Australia, Australia. visiting family. Yes, we know everything's Australia. I know what's going on. Everyone's coming down here for whatever reason. I mean, everyone's coming down there. <laughs> well, I hope so. <laughs> anyway, uh, I think. Uh, Edge then points out that Damien Priest said he didn't want a leader, oh, but is he... that true? What? <laughs> well, if that's true. What about what coming in Australia? Every, everybody's coming. She said something. Because I have my doubts. Ah, uh, Jeff. I know everything's penis um, in this, but you know, um, Homeboy Eighty Eight says no joke. I'm having. <laughs> Brendan Meltzer on next week and he's writing a book about the new era of wrestling so I'll let you know when it's released first of all who the fuck is Brendan Meltzer is he related <laughs> Meltzer's son to, yeah <laughs> who is that I mean right. and he's involved in wrestling typically I mean come on and he's Jeez. writing a book who reads books 
<laughs> Who the hell is this guy? I've never heard of Brendan. Right. That was that Meltzer. was a, that was a weird brag. <laughs> that was whoever Who that is. Meltzer? Did you go to middle school with him? What's the? <laughs> 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 I know. I know homeboy's thinking we're supposed to know who this guy is. The only part of, we do know is the Meltzer part. The uh, Brandon part. Knows who Brandon Meltzer is. Let, let us know. I mean, it's not uh, like a combination of Brandon Thurston and Dave Meltzer. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure if he was famous, we would know him, right? I mean, technically. If either one of us don't know who the fuck Brandon Meltzer is. I don't is. know, but great get, homeboy. Congratulations on that. Make sure you let us know. We're going to promote the hell out of it. Brendan Meltzer to the moon. That's right. Meltzer hardly even know Oh, shit. Anyway, Edge points out that Damien Priest said he didn't want a leader, but he, uh, he is following Finn around well, like a lapdog. Exactly. Didn't want a leader, and now they have another leader and a stinky leader at that. That's he, true. He, and he's a talking about one. how he used to be in the Bullet Club. No one cares. Yeah, I know. He gives There's been shit. like 52 leaders since you. I will say though, I, the one thing I do like about these guys as a group, including Finn, mm-hmm. is the mm-hmm. fact that they seem to all like each other legitly, man. Like they're actually happy to work together. And that's a cool thing because it actually pays off on television. I think Finn is still a zero, so, you know. I, well, I think, speaking of zero, I think you're meant. Hmm? Well, well, I think what you were meant to say is that Bellor is a dollar store Jamiroquai. That was gold. Yeah. That's exactly what I was planning to say. That's exactly um, what I was I know Jamiroquai, and I know Virtual Insanity. I don't know what Jamiroquai looks like, so I don't know if... He, if he doesn't look like him. doesn't look I, like him. But I, what he was wearing was very Jamiroquai. Oh, okay. Um, well, like he said, kids look it up. So, okay. I bet you today's kids don't even know who the fuck Jamiroquai is. I have to be honest. I only know that song, and I don't exact. I didn't know. I wasn't sure Jamiroquai is a person or a band or whatever. But, <laughs> no, it's just a person. But I like that. I like that song. Virtual Insanity is a good, a good little tune. Sure. I mean, he's had a few hits, man. But he was so yesteryear. Now he's passe. No one cares about Jamiroquai, let alone anyone from your age group down to about my age group. Yeah, probably don't even know who the hell he is. That was absolutely. That was absolutely a CTE reference. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. That was badly, badly put. That's true. Anyway, and the problem, though, I'm going to continue after the Jamiroquai comment, and the problem is they drop each other faster than ex-condom dropped his drawers in the clink. Get it? <laughs> What's with all the fucking poofy uh, suggestions lately, I've noticed? You know, very hey, low-key. Hey. Who is Edge? What do you mean, who is Edge? Who is Edge? Um, he's, I don't know. Who is he? Edge? What's his catchphrase? Uh, the rated R superstar. There you go. Okay, but is he the rated P superstar? No, he is. <laughs> Listen, the, the rating of R encompasses the P. Ah, good point. That's true. I mean, that, that's You can't get to R without going through P. <laughs> Anyway, there's been a lot of those type of comments, which is funny yeah, enough. Well, I mean, what do you expect when Dom did hard time for those three and a half hours? Yeah, I'm confused, dude. I must have missed one week of Raw at the time, right? Because I actually must have missed him being in prison. I'm, I mean, at the end of the day, he was always on my television screen. So when did he actually go to prison? It, it was the second time there was a home invasion. What this happened time for Christmas instead of instead of Thanksgiving. 
He went into the house. He calls a ruckus. They wouldn't let him pass. Oh, yeah, I, I remember that. Oh, okay. The, so it was for that. Right. Him. And it was, it was okay. never on Raw. It was, it was all yeah, on Yeah, it was on, online. Yeah. It was bailed out the next, you know, the, the next morning or, you know, three hours later or whatever, whatever the storyline was supposed to be. That is so sad. And, but then shouldn't Rhea have been in jail too then, supposedly? Uh, no. Okay. That's, that's odd. But anyway, back to Jaws in the clink. You can't, which you, is can't, you can't put an Australian woman on a work visa in, in prison. That's in true. She would have been county. So she would have been deported. It's a it's an immigration sanctuary city. <laughs> well, anyway, it's fitting though, given how many times he's tried to screw his dad over, which is kind of yuck, I think, because with the double meaning after dropping. Oh, no, why? Come on. I mean, come on. Anyway, Beth then takes over and says Rhea's not here tonight because she separated her soul out of her body. Dumb comment. Uh, but she didn't come here to talk. She came here to beat Rhea Ripley's ass. And since she's not here tonight, Phoenix pinches herself an edge against Finn and Rhea at Elimination uh, Elimination Chamber. Almost did money Everybody said this was going to be a WrestleMania. I'm like, Finn Balor ain't having no match at WrestleMania. You truly believe that? Not, not with Edge and Beth Phoenix. If anything, it's going to be Priest and, and Ripley there. But it's, not, it's the, the the WrestleMania match is Damian Priest versus Edge it's to finally put yeah. Damian Priest over. I hope so. I mean, you th- I hope we'll see what happens there. But anyway, Bella asks Dom if he thinks Rhea is in. He does, and he accepts the challenge. That is, if they make it to Elimination Chamber. A brawl then breaks out as Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford make the save, and Beth Phoenix hits a, gl- a glam slam on Con Dom. That's right. And then we go to a break, and then we get the first match. So, what did you think of the overall segment? It was pretty long. It was pretty long, but it was okay. It, was, it wasn't bad. It was an okay interaction, and, and some of what Edge said rang true. But, yeah, it, it went a little bit long, and, and unlike you, I don't feel like Finn feels like he belongs to the group. I just, every time I see him there, I'm just like... They, 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 they could have cast this with like almost anyone else it, it's just right it never made sense when they tossed him out and they brought Finn in it just it just never made sense and it didn't you know, we're, and we're all ignoring it because Rhea Ripley looked like a star and the Dominic thing has been you know funny and amusing and people like it so we're all ignoring it but you know Finn is the odd man out there's Finn is like my description of Shane McMahon there ain't nothing dirty or gritty or judgment day about hard edge about Finn Balor Finn Balor's a pretty boy so anyway, but the right. segment was fine. The Street Profits with the rescue was, you know, I don't know. The, the Street Profits feel very sort of over, and I don't mean like over like the crowd no, like overdone, like right? Done. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Ford's got to tone it down because he actually has the potential, and he's been working he on the build and everything. But his personality just annoys the hell out of me. Yeah, he's he's over the top now, especially the way he ran behind Dom. If you know what I mean, where he was like sort of doing the penguin. Yeah. <laughs> like it was funny but yeah he's over the top sometimes way too over the top just chill out bro just right. no need for all that shit you're, you're six foot four and a half tough, tough guy you don't need to be you know comedic when you're there scared of guy when you just tap him on the shoulder and then it scares like you know walk up like you don't have a care in the world not all dipsy doodly I, I don't know. I, <laughs> and I, a former marine mind you i just wish that his on-screen persona was a little bit more like Dawkins and a little bit less like Ford's without the yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, anyway, uh, Jinder Mahal in the chat says better entertaining segment than a twenty-minute flippy match. Yeah, yeah I agree. Well, it depends on the flippy match, but uh, 
but I know what you mean. Um, so anyway, so the, this this is fine. So what was the match? It was a Dawkins uh, against Priest. Uh, Dawkins against Priest in an Elimination Chamber qualifying match, right, and right, Dawkins right. actually impressed me. Actually, this was a hard hitting match, as yeah. a matter of fact. Yeah, yeah, but the, the, I mean, this is a lot like uh, Takeshita versus MJF, or you know, whatever. You 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 know who's gonna you know who's gonna win, so it's you know, no big well, deal. But the match was fine. Doc Dawkins has definitely improved. He's he's leaned he's up a lot. Leaned he's, up big time. I'm sure that rating on the PWI 500 of being like 494 or 487, whatever, <laughs> really, really hit him hard. You know, that was be, he really that low? Yeah, I mean, he he was. Wow. He, yeah, he was in the you know the bottom 15 of the you know somewhere he was above 485. He, he was it was embarrassing. What about um, Montes? Much higher up. I I don't know where. Really? It was, much higher up. I mean, but nobody that's on WWTP should be you know if in you know four four hundred to five hundred. I Especially agree. Some of the people they rated. The, the, some of the people they ranked no one's ever heard of. That's true. There's a lot of indie guys that are actually ranked in the top three hundred even so yeah. <laughs> if to be rated that low, I mean shit. Anyway, Damien Priest ends up winning by pinfall with the South of Heaven qualifying for the Elimination Chamber. Yeah. Good match. I felt it was a good match and um, good opening game. match. That was important. For sure. After that, though, we get footage of Austin Theory rolling up to the arena earlier today. Wasn't it in his uh, Lamborghini or something like yeah, that? He was in, yeah, he was, in, he was in a sporty car. I don't know if it was a Lamborghini or a Ferrari. Or it didn't look like a Lambo, but that's what they said. Um, I don't know. They all look the same to me. So you're asking the yeah. wrong guy. I only, well, knew, I, I only knew the difference like when Magnum P.I. with Tom Selleck uh, was a show. <laughs> hey, that was great back then. Um, but anyway, back from commercial though, Adam Pierce welcomes Maxine Dupree and the Maximum Male Models to Raw. So I guess it's official. They're on Raw now. Yeah, but she was looking like a biscuit. Oof. You know, I, I, I don't know what it is, man. I didn't rate her at first, like in looks, just at first. But man, she has absolutely grown on me to the point where I quite possibly think she's the hottest right now in WWE, dude. So you would give her your dollar this week? Oh, man. Um, yeah, probably. Uh, well, maybe even Carmella because she's back, dude. Carmella did get my dollar. But, uh, well, there you go. That seems to be look terrific. And actually, Massey, whatever he said, he said, you're dismissed. That was actually sort of funny. That was actually well done. Mansoor, still 196 pounds of uselessness. Jeez. <laughs> oh, oh, look, uh, hopefully something happens because, look, Maxine has got some sort of charisma that maybe she can get these guys we sort of over. We know what's happening. Otis. Otis. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so at this point. I mean, shit. I mean, he got buried, dude. Anyway, we'll get to that. But um, anyway, we come back from commercial, like I was saying. She complains that the chocolate she got today was Belgian, and I'm talking about Chelsea Green, yeah, and not Swiss. I'm like, who? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, she wanted Belgian and not Swiss. And furthermore, she's not Other in the relationship. She wants Swiss chocolate, not Belgium. And she's no, no, no. Belgium and she knows the difference. No, no, no. She wanted Belgian chocolate, I'm telling you. Wait. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Sorry. Right. My bad. You're right. Today she, 
yeah, look, she got today was Belgian and not Swiss. Yeah, yeah. Furthermore, she's not in the Elimination Chamber despite being able to beat most of the women in it. Come on. Uh, he points out she didn't last five seconds in the Royal Rumble and then she ends up getting angry that she wants a match tonight or she'll cost him his job. She's going to no, you're not. manager. Who's the manager? Is it Vince? Doesn't matter. That's just what Karen says. They're, they're like, I'm going to call. Is she even a Karen, dude? I don't even. Karens don't say I'm going to call. I don't even actually. know what I don't even know what a Karen, a Karen really is. I know what it's supposed to be, but there's very little difference between a Karen and a diva. Like, like True. there's like some idea that like all Karens are like hideous looking. No, they're just yeah, weird. and redheads. Women who think they're entitled, or men that think they're entitled. I mean, See, some, some of the biggest snitches I know, and to me, a snitch is, is a, a Karen is a snitch. And some of the biggest snitches I know are men. Well, <laughs> you know what happens to Actually, snitches. most of the biggest snitches I know are men. Yeah, there's a lot of snitches. A lot of bitches out there, that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> no shout-outs to the snitches. But, uh, yeah, 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 Karen's... What, huh? Yeah, ooh, what? <laughs> yeah. Ooh, what? I didn't hear that. Right. But, um, no, but Karen's, they, you know, I think of women with red hair, you know, that... You know, red hair, like basically not red as in dyed red hair, but that orange, sandy blonde sort of. He hair. doesn't mean you, lovely. Well, yeah. Anyway, next poor bloke. Uh, we get Baron Corbin versus Dexter Loomis. Can we just get rid of both these guys at this point? Listen, can we just worry about Baron Corbin for the moment, please? Yeah, Dexter's a perfectly fine ensemble player. Anyway, that Baron Corbin is total garbage. It, they, they had a chance all they had to do was, was do what I said but no they had to go their own way with this idiotic Oil thing Baron. and at least they realized it's a, it's a dismal failure and JBL's contract was short term they allowed it to expire so I guess they had 120 days and that's that and, and hopefully it was short enough not to put a stink or a stain on whatever JBL's legacy actually is I am not entirely sure what it is because uh, you know I depending on who you talk to you know he was either the worst guy in the world or you know you know he was you know a great character during a terrible time and a locker room leader I don't it was know. a terrible time dude <laughs> but anyway terrible uh, dexter loomis gets the win uh you know uh, johnny gargano was by his side but i, I think it was mostly a clean win Garget now gargano if you say can we get rid of him and corbin yeah absolutely you know, you talk about, you know, free Ali for me, hashtag free Ali for me. Yeah, I'll never forget that. Me. That's too good. Mm-hmm. Um, but at this point, can we say the same about this guy? I mean, ah, seriously. About, I'm talking about Gargano, that is. Yeah, no, I know who you're talking about. Absolutely. Gargano. <laughs> Gargano. Right. Gargano. Get like, your you ass on Eddie. Like, like Gone Girl. Right. Exactly. I Get got yourself you. gone, son. Yeah, and that fake fucking smile. Just get off get off my television for crying out loud. Anyway, uh, Dex Loomis wins by pinfall, as you said, with a side effect. Um, but then we get Becky in the back, who's mm-hmm. interviewed backstage. She talks about meeting Bailey for the first time 10 years ago. She seemed sweet and kind, and she wanted to be great. And she did that by high-fiving and hugging and attaching herself to any meal ticket she could. Youch. Becky wanted to be great too, and she went after it by smashing faces and smashing wrestlers. Get it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, and kicking doors down. And Bailey apparently didn't really like that, Jeff. So Bailey separated her shoulder and brought her family into it. 
and she's going to teach her that was a bad idea tonight inside of a steel cage and she's got one hand left to play and tonight might be the night and we go to another break this is fine i mean you know becky's been on a real lull for me lately law bad dude i think bailey's been much better in the promo department than actually becky has in the last few weeks yeah, I like Bailey as a heel. I, I I don't like the the damage control composition of it. I mean, it has no chemistry, and you know, it's not together. But as far as Becky's been, I mean, she's been pretty dull lately. This has been better than average for her lately. I'm not going to say it was great, but it was better. Um, you know, there there the in thing with wrestling promos is now is to try to bring up something from real life and turn it into part of the uh, work so right okay i mean you know if that's the way to go your own memory should be an easy thing so this is this is fine it was in it was inoffensive and you know of course the, the the cage match was the main event the match that we didn't get at the raw 30 show so you know here they are making good on it what two or three weeks later so no problem yeah yeah i guess anyway uh as we come back from commercial though we get Brock Lesnar with a Megadeth t-shirt mind you making his entrance which was kind of cool actually but you know what I couldn't help but noticing dude which was making me laugh throughout the whole freaking promo how he's suddenly got a southern drawl y'all yeah, well, yeah Bobby Lashley well, <laughs> he must have been doing that on purpose because he was in Texas of, of course absolutely and you know it's funny they probably don't even realize it right actually no they were in Orlando this week Oh, they were in Orlando. That's right. Yes, That's right. Orlando. It was, it was the week before. Yeah. yeah, well, I think you're right. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's still it's the southeast, whatever you want to call it. Uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, he's well, got the southern draw, dude. Is the, like the northern border or southern border between what you would consider the south and, you know, south New York, Florida. <clears throat> yeah, it's pretty much New York, Florida, in my opinion. You're yeah, right. I mean, everybody like, moves Orlando over. is a lie. Between like Georgia, Alabama, Florida, and like you know Georgia, Alabama, New, Florida, New York, Haiti, Cuba, Florida. Well, yeah, it's kind of a mix when you think about it. Not that I've been to Florida, but from what I, I know, hear, I mean, you're waxing poetically here, like you're an expert. Well, I mean, no, I'm just going by here. We're, we're, we're Melbourne are known to be pretty, pretty poshy, and, and our Cuban uh, cigars here are terrific. Uh, I don't even know if Cuban cigars are actually legal here or not. I should look uh, into that. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah, I should look into that. But anyway, let's go back, though, to Brock Lesnar mm-hmm. <laughs> with his southern drawl, y'all. Uh, anyway, Bobby he gets on a... Lashley. I love it, man. Bobby Lashley <laughs> sort of thing. Um, anyway, he gets on the mic and asks if, he, if we caught the Royal Rumble and says he thought it sucked, or at least he had a sucky experience. <laughs> God, you reckon? Anyway, he got his ass thrown over the top rope by Bobby Lashley as Bob finally struck a chord in him and he couldn't get Lashley out of his head. <laughs> hunting, he was going hunting, he was ice fishing. He even asked the Florida crowd if they know what ice fishing is. <laughs> I guess they do. A big old steak dinner, bedtime with his wife. Nothing got Bob out of his head. Okay, listen to me, you ruined the best part. He went hunting for for an hour he went he did i he just fought on ice fishing for five minutes he ate a good steak for for 10 minutes and then he got into bed with his wife and four or five hours later he couldn't think about anything but bobby lashley and he knows he's stuffed up right now you're right i should have put it on i should have even done the southern draw 
so what we learned is that Brock Lesnar needs a four hour and 45 minute nap after, <laughs> after uh, you know, sex with him. <laughs> I mean, Sable's a lot older than him, dude. Okay. Keep I mean, going. you know what I'm saying? Like, well, Brock, the, uh, the views expressed by Jimmy T are not those of the PWC and certainly not me. They're totally his and his own. <laughs> no, they're just my views. He can beat you up and he thinks that you're a pusswad. Oh, Rob, no, I didn't say that. He you to WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, 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 pal. Anyway, um, yeah, so he basically and couldn't where, get him out where, of his head. Where is this match taking place? Well, at Elimination Chamber, as a matter of fact. Not WrestleMania. Just okay, let me ask you, now that we keep going there, let me ask, is this all done for the sale of the company or not? What, what's the relationship? I agree, because I'm hearing people say online that this is why everything is happening at Elimination Chamber. I personally disagree. Everything. There's five matches at Elimination Chamber. Right. Well, that's what people are saying, dude. Don't, hey, don't shoot the message. I mean, tell, tell me, tell me our rationale. What's the difference of having one match at Elimination Chamber versus WrestleMania? How how that has anything to do with the prospects of a sale? A, a sale of I, a company. I, I, they're, they're talking of prices between seven and nine billion dollars. What the right. fuck does one match have to do with that? <laughs> Speak to DT about that because that's what he claims. First of all, he's one of the people that claims that. I don't know how. I, well, what, I don't get it either. I mean, I, I and he's calling it. everyone matarazes for not understanding if they don't understand why. Well, you're, you're, apparently, you listened to him, so what did he say the I reason did. was? I mean, he, he usually has a reason, reason for what he says. And he usually he, his, reason, his reason was to sell the company. How would one match at Elimination <laughs> Chamber have anything? Not I mean, just that match. No, even uh, the, the Universal WWE Championship match, match too. The, 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 whoever's interested in buying doesn't give two fucks about any particular match. They I don't know. Two shits about that. All they I, care about. But, but he's smart. Ball. He's smart, right? Because he also says if WWE doesn't end up going, you know, like for sale, basically they, that that's only going to happen so that Vince McMahon can renegotiate the TV deals, right? No, no, that that's a listen, fucking I, I that's a way you, out for uh, DT, dude. No, that's listen, what that is. Let me explain something to you. Whatever anyone else said, this is what the fact is: WWE cannot renegotiate any television deals before doing the sale because you impact the sale if you have already bound yourself to long-term contracts with with different mm. networks. Thank so, you. So why would if if let's just say it's Disney? Why would right. Disney buy WWE knowing that that they're they have to placate and deal with Comcast Universal and let's just say Fox for the next five years and Peacock, which is you know I mean is part of Comcast Universal, but they all have their own presidents and whatever. Why would they do that? If Disney wanted to buy it, they would buy it because they would probably put it on their networks. Right. You know, because one of the reasons you're buying it is so that you don't. You know, you don't have to worry about negotiations, teams. Now, maybe, hey, maybe they view it as a positive, but we don't know that. Maybe the potential buyer does view that as a good investment, and they do want that cash flow. They want to get some outside money coming in. They want their competitors to be paying them money for better or for. I mean, Marvel, Marvel Studios is on Universal properties on Universal Studios. It's True. Disney, uh, so I'm sure there's something there. So, I, I mean. It makes a lot of sense that you would want to get the sale done before the contracts are negotiated because it would eliminate the buyer pool. 
it would just take the right buyer who sees things the way I just described, and I'm not saying that they're not there, but it would make it simpler. So if that's what people are saying, yes, I still don't see how this match be moved to Elimination Chamber, which I don't think was ever moved, because time-wise it only makes sense oh, in Elimination Chamber, right. what this match has to do with any of that. I mean, I, in wrestling world, is this a big match? I mean, maybe not. It's, yeah, it's like no, a, come on. It is, man. It has trilogy, to be. Right, but, I think we're going to get a rematch of WrestleMania, though. Anyway, well, that is possible. Um, but this is, but it's just one match, and only in like the intra WWE world would the third match of this be a big deal. It doesn't matter to Disney. It doesn't matter to Comcast. It doesn't matter to you. Know, I mean, maybe a matter to Comcast if Peacock, you know, gets four point two million people watching instead of. 3.6 and they attribute it to this match but why would they attribute it to this match as opposed to roman versus sammy or either of the elimination chamber matches so i i'm sorry i i i think that whoever is saying that i mean they're right about the tv deal timing and the timing of the sale being better before the tv deal sale but it's not an absolute prohibition as we've discussed but tying this one match to that that is way overrating the importance of one match yeah, I guess there's not even belt involved. I believe me, dude. I was also like confused why he was saying that because to me, as you said, it does. Why would it make a difference? Why? Because it's on an elimination chamber. So what? Yeah, what's the difference? I mean, yeah. WrestleMania is going to be the biggest event no matter what. WrestleMania is going to be one that has sixty or seventy thousand people each night. True, that's a fair point, man. It, facts. But yeah, that, yeah, I don't know why he's saying that, but it, it is what it is. Anyway, um, let's go back to the well, thing. I'm going to have to listen to, to that part of his show. Yeah, please. Listen to his Raw review show. He talks about it more than once. Anyway. He always talks Enter- about everything more than once. That, right. It, it was a repeat show big time. I didn't listen to the whole thing. It was just the first half I listened to. I'm still going to listen that, to the that, second that's half. A, I'm sure the people who listen to our shows a lot say, Jeff, you say the same thing all the time also. Yeah, You're probably know. right. We probably sometimes are. we do but not really i think we're pretty we, informative we, i don't think we tend to go through 10 minute exposés over and over again no no we don't repeat ourselves like right, that. Listen, on we, the we same show need, anyway we don't need to be talking smack about anyone else especially someone who's immensely more <laughs> successful at this than we are so i think he listens to us too mind you and he does follow us so there you go anyway doesn't follow he, me no he follows the pwc network but mind you he's blocked my actual personal twitter account this is a story that you've told a million times so right yeah but not on the same show he does it on the same shows anyway he wants to uh bob actually comes down and he wants to take a walk down memory lane and he recounts their match history together bob won number one brock won number two but lashley left him unconscious and the rumble was their third meeting and he eliminated lesnar without any problem so if memory serves, he thinks he gets to set the terms right now and not Brock. Well, yep. Lashley ends up taking the contract and says he's going to have his agent. contract, which is like one sheet of folded up crinkled paper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that was, that was brilliant, man. But Multi-billion dollar contract. Jesus Christ. And how classy did Lashley look, dude? I knew he was going to come out in a suit for some reason. Yeah, Lashley, you know, he dresses like a million bucks. When, the, when those Hurt Business guys were together, they all looked like a million oh, bucks. Each, absolutely. Each, actually, adjusted for inflation, they looked like seven million bucks. Each <laughs> I see why now you cream your <laughs> under uh, underpants and yeah, I don't wear underpants. I can't afford to. Yeah, I know. That's it. <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, Bob takes the contract. He's going to have his agent and his manager and his lawyer. Is that Jeff Lippman? Who knows? Look at it. And then, well, true. Tell me some information. Did you see the contract, Jeff? <laughs> it was very detailed. La la fine print. Oh, wow. So no point reading it, right? True. No, all, all of the letters were actually done in little little oh. cutouts of Layla Gray oh, put together <laughs> four letters. Oh, shit. Anyway, he'll get back with him on, he'll get back to him on it as Lesnar then hits an F5 on him and leaves the contract on him as Brock goes to leave. But uh, the crowd starts chanting. attack to induce one into the yes. I love that, man. The fact that he listened to the fans. Anyway, one more time, the fans How chant. Has Bobby Lashley turned his back on Brock Lesnar to get F5? A few. Like, if I was his lawyer, I would advise him to <laughs> walk out backwards, you know? <laughs> I wonder why you say that, Jeff. Well, so more... that somebody can't F5 you from behind when you're unawares. And not F you too. Just Jesus quietly. Christ, what is with you? <laughs> it's all about the Fs. Anyway. With you, it's only one kind of F. <laughs> all right. Anyway, you can't help but oblige to the, you know, oblige the crowd and that was that. He gives him another one. But backstage, we get your boy, Johnny Look, fucking Gargano. Gargano. That's what yeah, you're trying to boy. me with? He's your boy. I, I declined this, this moniker. <laughs> anyway, Johnny, so not wrestling, and Dexter Loomis roll up on, uh, on Candice LeRae to wish her luck tonight. Fucking hell. Fire all of them. <laughs> Things aren't going so well. Oh. I know you haven't had much. Shut up, all of you! Shut up. <laughs> Thankfully, oh. Dexter was shut it up, and then he rolls up and he had, had a nice little picture of all of them. And in the back, Nikki Cross is lurking, and they finally realize Nikki Cross has been lurking all time, and Dexter knew it all time and didn't warn them. But I guess mm. he didn't have a prior opportunity to draw a picture about it. This is wrestle crap at its finest, dude. This is just ah, cringe. The worst thing on Raw, period. I have to think about it, but the Gargano I mean definitely the Garganos are up up for it, but there there was also Baron Corbin, but also got Baron Corbin and got dumped. That was so. pretty bad too. I feel bad for Corbin, dude, because the way you JBL put years down, of dude, getting six figures for being terrible. Do we get a repackage or does he disappear pretty much? Uh, of course he's not gonna disappear. I mean, but repackage into what? <laughs> it beats me. Well, what what you can tell you do me? With the guy? I mean, the, the guy has gotten away with being on the AEW exercise program for the last four <laughs> years and not suffering any consequences. Uh... He, he's a douche I mean, he's a fairly adequate wrestler, but he's like the biggest guy that doesn't look at all intimidating. He's he's like uh... basically he's like he's I'm basically sure he's been tough. shanky. He's been shankyfied. <laughs> shankyfied. Yeah, shanky's pretty bad, but dude. Right. Well, shanky's a big guy that's not intimidating at all. No. Nah. Again, you know why that is. No, I don't. Yes, you do, but I'm not going to say why. But you know exactly why. You you said it. Same haircut as Roosh. <laughs> More stringy, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. Anyway, forget that because next we get a, a meh well, match. Like angel hair spaghetti versus regular spaghetti. No, nah, more like curry stringy? spaghetti at this point versus curry spaghetti. Curry spaghetti. What spaghetti, kind of like, like Thai curry? No, nah, we're talking about Indian curry. Indian curry? What? Oh, is this your war against Indians again? No, you know what, dude? Uh, India is becoming one of our <laughs> biggest listener bases right now, dude. Believe I know, you've so... changed 
ways. You kick my dog. No, no, no. <laughs> Shout out to all our Indian listeners. Hey, I mean, they must find the funny if they keep listening. I don't know. Maybe they hate listen. That's okay. That works too. I don't care if you like or hate as long as you listen. <gasps> Hello, Chica. Hello. Oh, I have a feeling that's a Chica. I have a feeling that's a very special Chica. Really? Yeah. Well, as I in your Chica? I hope so. Otherwise, that was a little bit weird of me to be saying hello, Chica, like that. No, Chico's. Chico's well, that's because like... that's to you and I, but it would be right, right. the response would be singular. True. But in this case, anyway, I don't know who that is, but hopefully they reveal themselves. Next, we get uh, Ken. Muchos besos, mi amor. <laughs> <laughs> I better be. I better be right. <laughs> I hope you're right. Anyway, we get. Uh, <laughs> oh, I wouldn't be surprised. Now you make me want to look in Facebook you know, just to be sure. Oh, you know what? I think you're right. Wow. Holy shit! No way you got that right. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, man, you got that right. Wow. Shout out to La Sicaria. You don't. You don't think I wow. know who's going to say Hola Chicos? <laughs> Who the most likely wow. to fuck is? I'm shocked, no, because that I know. Look, you know it, obviously, but I actually didn't uh, think it was going to be her. But this, there she, she is. never misses the machismo. She says, "I am watching you." She's always she, watching me. That's true. I'm she's got you. her eyes on you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think, no, she meant you. Oh, well, hello, Viviana. Hello, hello, Lasacaria. I shouldn't have shout outed her shoot name, but anyway. <laughs> That's funny. I'm still sure. Right. I've been, I've been right. advertising her YouTube thing for the last two weeks. Well, you know what? My... Go ahead and advertise it one more time. Okay. Well, there's a shoot interview between her and Lanny Poffo. Almost no wrestling related content there. Uh, complete earnest look at the man's life. He moved to Ecuador. That's the relationship. He moved to Ecuador. She's from Ecuador. So uh, they stumbled upon each other and. Uh, you know, he felt that she might be a useful resource to him. And, you know, I was trying to clout chase, you know, because he's a, a celebrity <laughs> in my world. Uh, and they did a video. It's on her YouTube channel, Vivir La Magia uh, Con Viviana. Again, it's on YouTube. And it's uh, having a good time with wrestling legend Lanny Poffo. Um, and, if yeah, just yeah, take a look at it. I think you'll enjoy it. It's a fun watch. She from everywhere. Says- that's right. She's from everywhere. <laughs> no, she's watching from everywhere. Well, that that too, but, but she also, but she also, she's also knows all of South America. Well, yeah, she, she well, she is from South America. Homeboy says, "Hey Jeff, where were you the night Lenny Puffo passed?" That's a weird. Yeah, well, you should worry about where Homeboy's one in eighty-seven were, where, and where they passed. All right, Homeboy one eighty-seven, <laughs> one through eighty-seven. That's right. You, mind your own business. <laughs> That was a weird question. Anyway, let's go to the next was, match. It was exactly the appropriate question. Well, I guess it was perfect. For sure. Anyway, we get uh, Elimination Chamber qualifying women's match between Candice LeRae versus Caramela Camella versus Michin Mia Yim versus Piper Niven. Um, for whatever reason, I, w- I so wanted Piper to win this match, but I get why Carmella ended up getting the win. She gets it by pinfall with a folding press on Candice LeRae, thank God. Qualifying for the Elimination Chamber match. Mella is money. For sure. Absolutely. She, she, shot, she fired some shots at Carmelo Hey, She's like, Mello is not money. Mella is money. Don't use my catchphrase, son. True. True. Absolutely don't use her catchphrase. And they played with that on XT. He kept saying, Mello is in tricks like, don't, not that one. Give me your catchphrase. <laughs> Mello is. He's like, work with me now. 
<laughs> I didn't see that, man. Oh, Damn. Okay. I've got to watch it. I'm but anyway. Well, the NFT is like, it's just like, just a pleasant cup of a perfectly sweet and nice steak. Is it because it doesn't take itself so serious like yeah, every other so wrestling good. show? That's yeah. Is that why you love it so much? Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. I, I see I that can get annoying though. On a curve. It, it's, right. it, it's, it's like seeing uh, like a Shakespeare play, but it's put on by your <laughs> kid in seventh grade. <laughs> <laughs> you're grading on a I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing but I it's guess a it's a positive thing, thing. It's, it's a great, great thing it's, it's graded on a curve why not yeah. <laughs> oh, so I mean it can only disappoint when it does really bad things like scripts <sighs> well it's happened to him no, nobody cares don't, don't mention it, it doesn't he's happen. already like demoted think, that was pretty bad though yeah I think he's mostly on level up which I mean you know for him that's two levels down so <laughs> oh, yeah, he, was doing, he was just fine as a sommelier that was great he was yeah, even, he I was agree. even okay as Dana Brooks Paramore that was kind of cute for like two weeks I agree he was alright as himself I guess yeah. him wrestling in the ring it's, it's terrible him running away from somebody and doing those crazy leaps that could be fun every now and then but they, they overplayed it and you know I don't know Vince Plus, was like He's he's from Cirque du Soleil. He can do incredible things, uh, and he can. But that you know, it's it's not a real bouncy young motherfucker. What? No, I'm for fine. sure. Did, did I say Young Bucks? Yeah, you did actually. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Why did I say Young Bucks? Lucha Brothers? What? Huh? Uh, well, who did yeah. you say? Pack? Dante Martin? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway. Boy, huh? <laughs> now, actually, all of those people are better than than scripts uh, was because. I mean, at least they could do offensive holds occasionally. Oh, true. Because this guy just all he does is bounce off trampoline to feel. So like... But in fairness, he's a better acrobat than there. I mean, he's he's much. Smaller. Oh, he it, can fly. He can. Yeah, I mean, fly. it looks effortless when he does. I mean, I can see why people would want him around for something. But to be an in-ring wrestler, that's that's not the they they should tra- if he has a personality, he should be a manager and he should be like the annoying manager. And when the face tries to get him, he should like you know totally like annoying you know it should be like a cartoon where they're trying to get him and the guy's just like, <laughs> like smashing Tom and Jerry yeah like like with like a a big like a big gorilla's chasing him and like <laughs> punching walls and stuff and missing. like he should be a face manager so like you know Brock Lesnar's chasing him and trying to oh, you know, punch holes through walls and like doing like the, <laughs> the doing like the Braun Breaker where he runs through a wall and knocks himself oh, out right. and like Scripps is like hey. <laughs> oh god Speaking of anyway, Jerry, though. Anyway, why are we talking about scripts? Yeah, I don't know. Jerry, That's yeah. true. I don't even know how that came up. But speaking of a Jerry, mm-hmm. um, our thoughts and prayers are with Jerry the King Lawler, right? I mean, he had a stroke a couple of days ago. Huh? Yeah, and uh, all reports are that he is improving, and I think he he's surgery. going home tomorrow. Yeah, he had surgery. He's, he's, but I think he should be going home tomorrow. This is where, where this is Thursday, February 9th, around ten thirty. So he's supposed to be going home tomorrow. Uh, I'm sure he's going to need a lot of rehabilitation. Has I mean, got... I, you know, apparently he still wrestles. Not apparently, he still wrestles what? on the indies and uh, yeah. you know, occasionally. Actually, that's true. Fairly frequently. I'm going to guess that this marks the end of that. You think? I hope. Anyway, I mean, look at fucking Ric Flair. Didn't he have like triple bypass surgery and still freaking wrestled anyway? Clearly, Ric Flair was inhabited by a very large cockroach at some point. <sighs> Diamonds are forever, and so is Ric Flair. Apparently, apparently, he lived that gimmick. Good on him too. I mean, he doesn't care. I mean, he's really living his life to the max, and he doesn't care if he if he goes at this point. But 
more power to him, man. Whatever. But, Almost uh, he goes with a spotlight and a camera on him. <laughs> and a baby arm. <laughs> anyway, uh, backstage, we get Baron Corbin wanting John Bradshaw Layfield to tell him what's next. But JBL tells him he's a channel changer and sapped all the credibility from JBL's Hall of Fame career. Mm. He's not a modern day wrestling god. Right. He's a clown and he doesn't belong near him. Corbin promises him he'll do better, but Bradshaw tells him you can't polish a turd. And he'd know because he tried. Ouch, right. Jeff. Listen, I know everyone is reporting, that, and they're probably right, that, that Bradshaw, and I just said it earlier, that Bradshaw's contract is over. And that it wasn't even a contract, dude. It was and, a and fucking handshake deal. And back on WWE. But do you think that it's possible that all they have for Corbin is it a revenge match against JBL at no, WrestleMania? No, hell, oh no. Why did you even suggest that? Because now that I think about it, and I wasn't thinking about it, not even at the time, that thought even crossed my mind. <laughs> Could we really? Like it, it'll be like a your fired match that that oh. you know if if, if you know if, if I can beat you, uh, you know I stay. But but if you beat me, I'll never wrestle in WWE again. Oh. Jeez. The loser leaves town match or whatever. Is it is it bad for me to if this does happen, is it bad for me to be wanting JBL to win? <laughs> no, I would want JBL to win also. But <laughs> but where where else can this possibly be going unless it's Fuck. just the end, you know? Which is no, fine a, too. And that's a good prediction, actually, because nobody even slightly suggested that could be a thing. And if that does happen, you heard it here first peeps yeah. i mean and what, all what credit goes have, to dr jeff been working to and i mean everybody works wrestlemania right i Pretty guess we've got two nights to fill i mean what are they gonna have to do have a job about a while with like him Tozawa and like you know <laughs> ali and mansoor and marseille and possibly of, you know jabronis like that well it yeah, is the andre the giant uh well andre the what was it again what was the the other name they used instead of andre the giant because andrew Oh, Andrew the Giant. That's it. It is the Andrew the Giant Memorial Cup, right? Or whatever right. it is. So that, I mean, that's the only other thing that right now Baron Corbin could be in. Uh, you know, and he's already won one of those, hasn't he? I think he has. Yeah. I think it was, was it the first one, I believe? I think Cesaro won the first one. Was it Cesaro the first? I thought it might have been the second one. But anyway, who cares? Because no one cares about that match, let's be honest. I mean, I didn't care. I'm sure you didn't. And I'm sure most of us didn't, but uh, it is what it is. So do I, but come on, those ones sucked. But um, yeah, anyway, speaking of sucked, but not quite, I'm kind of confused. I guess we're going to get what we're going to get, but it's the Alpha Academy in Chad Cable and Otis versus, can we say this, Jeff? The Hurt Business in Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin with Montel Vontanius Porter. They all both of them. I mean, what, a rose by any other name. Speaking all right, look. Shakespeare. Wow, yeah. But let me, let's be straight here, man. If this is, and it clearly leaves. Right. <laughs> anyway, let's be real. I think if this is a reformation of the Hurt business, right? Uh-huh. If that's what's happening, and clearly that's where we seem to be going. Uh-huh. It's a piece week job of booking with these guys right now it is no no no. i mean as in the story about the hurt business getting back together it's pretty lazy in my opinion what story do you need other than they weren't having success 
apart now they're though having success again together i mean these two people put a little more because they've been nothing but job squad since since the hurt business you know yeah uh, shelton and and uh cedric sure but Right. Omos hasn't been really a jobber, and neither obviously has yeah, Lashley. He hasn't exactly been a star either. I mean, he's, he's only on Raw every three or four weeks. I mean, for a guy who probably should have spent 20 minutes in, in the Royal Rumble, he's spent, what, three minutes? Or at least uh, he's just yeah, like 11 like impactful minutes. He was in there for like three minutes. They didn't he even should have done a giant standoff. I mean, basically, yeah. Braun Strowman just clotheslined him, and, and out he went. Which is bad. And they just pretend that never happened now, right? I mean, is that what, what's happening? We're not even going to... No, gonna... it's complete canon. We haven't seen much of almost since that. I mean, so being having backup or being the backup, that that's his best role because he's not going to get much better at wrestling. He's just somebody He's he's just like... The, the penultimate boss kind of thing. He's like the guy you have to go through after you went through everyone else. Get the, he, he was the Wardlow when MJF had the team. He, he was <laughs> like the, the next to final guy before you got to MJF. So uh, that's fine. That, that, that's his role. And that, that, that's all right. If he ever gets much better, terrific. But, I mean, he can just be a spectacle for a while. And then every now and then you have him wrestle someone like a, you know, a, a sangha or a, you know i don't know if he'll if he'll ever make it on the main roster tonight, but davocado or, or whatever you know yeah you, you have people of that size maybe he wants a rematch with braun at some point that, that's fine for like a, a backlash or you know or or so you know some random show um or like a uh you know whenever they mix raw and smackdown again and have it head to head you know giant against star but anyway um yeah, but I mean, almost hasn't been a jobber, but whatever they've done hasn't really, like he hasn't really moved his status. He's sort of like Sammy Guevara. He's always in the same status. And, you know, it's just because he's sort of limited and they don't want him to dominate over all, all their people, uh, you know, and they haven't acquired enough deadbeat talent yet. Uh, I mean, you know, him killing Corbin next week would be fine by me. That'd be pretty funny. Oh, it'd be fine by me also. So, yeah. yeah. Um, well, anyway, her business win by pinfall with the Lombard check from Cedric Alexander on Very Cable. exciting. I just, yeah, I just got a they yes good. from a voodoo priestess saying that she'd be happy. <laughs> this is the only white American fully initiated Haitian voodoo priestess. And she finally said yes. Really? Now, that's, that's a good thing. Bad thing is now I've got to read white? her book. Yeah. Okay. Hey, watch out. Watch out. She doesn't put any spells on you, dude. <laughs> Listen. When, when you are the gardener of doom, you cannot be a fierce world. Hey, that I, by the way, I got invited to Madame X, who was on my show, and she's a witch and a vampire. She invited me to a birthday party Saturday. Is she from your neck of the woods? No, it's like about the Milton, Pennsylvania. It's like a half hour past where Hamburg is. Where there's, okay. I mean, it's way far away. There's no chance that I would ever go. Um, How long would it take for you to drive there, say? Two and a half hours each way. Yeah, that's no, not I mean, bad. That's not, not too bad. And, and by the way, it's not like I'm a dear friend or anything. You, you buy a ticket. It's a, it's a fundraiser. So, okay. you know, everyone in the Rolodex is going but to... So, but there was a video attached with it. I should send it to you. There was a video at the beach. You like that. There was a video attached of last year's events. And it's, like, exactly what you think. Like, like a elegant vampire, you oh, know, God. creature of the night. I mean, they, like, you know, you know those hammock aerial uh, aerobics they have? People, like, the dancers, they, like, from the right, set. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. They, like women in cages dancing yeah. you have you have like bloodletting into into goblets 
Uh, you have <sighs> there were like stags heads and well, skulls and things on on the th- table. There's a restaurant here, like in my neck of the woods, that does all that. <laughs> so it's like a cabaret of vampires. Yeah, well, that's what this would be, but it would be not just vampires. It's also you know, all children, like witches, vampires, other people who identify as other types of undead, like werewolves and lycanthropes and things like that. So, but it's yeah, all, all, also also I, I'm sure it would be absolutely awesome if it was closer. Uh, I would go, especially if you know Masakari was here. I mean, I can't go to that party. Oh, you would be perfect. I can't go oh, to that no, party no, alone. No, no, don't you dare. <laughs> No, Let's she would she'd love it. I mean, to, yeah, she could dress. No, no, but you don't go on your own, coffee. Jeff. <laughs> no, I, I, I wouldn't and couldn't. <laughs> I know. I, I, I don't think I would go two and a half hours, no matter. You know, I mean, maybe if it was like a four day thing, but just for, I mean, but <laughs> four to, day to, thing. Yeah, you know, like for you know, like a wonder what's day. happening no, there. No, more than one <laughs> night. I mean, I, I've got to right. be back because, you know, Garden of Doom. I love it, but originally it was supposed to be a lot simpler than it is, and because of was it. Because of the success I've had, I've gotten really deep and really into a lot of different areas, which is great. But I sort of got away from my roots, and I haven't had like a proper Bigfoot show, a proper show. So, I mean, I've had cryptid people on, but it's never just been just Bigfoot. No, no, I get you, right. Yeah. So this Sunday, I'm interviewing the the Bigfoot doctor. And so so one of of the guys from the the, uh, Outdoor Radio Network and... uh, Outdoor so, radio yeah, network. Yeah, so I'm excited for that. And then in March, I'm recording with our very own Chris Ams about Atlantis. So I I heard the show, yeah. the skirmish last Wednesday. Great job by the yeah. both of you, just quietly. And uh, so, how does that relate to my story? Is that I'd have to be back home by like noon Sunday. So it's not just it's like I, even if I slept over, I'd have to get up like early just to get back on 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 time and eat a you know breakfast or something. So it, it would be likely, to, but like if like next year she does like in Wilmington, Delaware, which is more like an hour and ten minutes away, we totally go. Delaware is only an hour and ten minutes away. The Wilmington's only an hour, and the Delaware state line is is probably fifty minutes. Ah, that's, wow! Because it feels like two different worlds from Maryland to Delaware. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's 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 like fifty five miles north of here. Maybe it's more, but the, the, it's seven. It, the, the speed limit seventy five on, on ninety five, which means eighty. <clears throat> yeah, no, that's cool. That's great. Actually, that's quite fast now that I think about it, man. <laughs> like here, I don't even want to get started about the speeding here. But anyway, um, did I mention the herpes is win by pinfall? I did, I think. But anyway, yeah, so I guess. Great. Right, so I guess we are getting the hurt business. I guess we'll see what happens there. It's looking that way to starting with the foundation. It's looking that way, sure. Listen, just... if you're right and Lashley loses to Brock at Elimination Chamber and now he wants the rematch at WrestleMania, well, maybe he does want a little backup. Yeah, see, I, I, I wish they did, they did this at the Rumble, man, where all of her business came in, took everyone out of the ring. I mean, you know... Well, they weren't thinking. It would just be nice that if if the elimination, you know, if you know, almost had something to do with that or whatever. But I mean, I get the I guess the story they wanted to tell is that what Lashley told is that I got you walked in, I got rid of you right away, no problem. Yeah, but then the problem is he got thrown out like two seconds later. So well, yeah, that that was sort of lame. But he was he was busy basking in his glory. I mean. You know, listen. He's only been in, in the business for twenty five years. He he, he, <laughs> he doesn't know. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I mean, shit. Only twenty five years. I mean, that's still rookie 
type of years, or right? Whatever I mean, it is. What is he, 46 years old? I mean, he's been in uh, yeah, at least, what, is. 2003? Uh, uh, wait, we're talking about Lashley here? Yeah. I think it was 05 where he signed yeah. with WWE. Well, but the, I'm sure he wrestled before that, right? I think it was in OVW, yeah, for like a couple of years. You're probably right. Probably signed in 03. So it's, probably get... more like, it's probably more like 20 years in the business. But, I mean, long enough, anyway. <laughs> long, long enough to know that, that you went in a Royal Rumble, you don't admire your work. You turn right. around. That's right. That's true. And also, you don't turn your back on Brock Lesnar, you know, especially when you're in a, you know, two pieces of your three-piece suit. <laughs> That's true, and and he, and he did look like a million. That bucks. should be a song in the name of an album. Two pieces of my three-piece suit. <laughs> Is it a hip-hop album or a rock one? It sounds like a blues song to me. Uh, yeah, yeah, true. That that does sound like a blues one. Um, but anyway, uh, we get a recap of Rick Boogs' return and defeat of the Miz last week. And speaking of the Miz, the Miz's interview though backstage, he says he's going to bill Adam Pierce for the damages to his ten thousand dollars suit last week. <laughs> And he's not impressed by Boogs at all as Rick leaves Adam's office and Miss asks how he got an appointment first. Boogs is just happy to be reunited with the Boogs crew, which is so cheesy. Yeah, and yeah. the A-lister tells him to cut the humble crap and he tells Rick to, he got lucky and calls Adam lazy and incompetent and claims if he was dressed and ready, he would have won. So then Pierce just turns up from behind while Miz is talking his trash and uh, he books the match for next week because it's Boogs versus Miz once again and Boogs is so fired up that he's Boogsing out. <laughs> I actually didn't mind this um, I, I, as much as last time. Like Boogs was really annoying last time. This time I actually thought he was a little bit funny. So it, it, he's a very 80s character. Oh, extremely 80s, dude. Even the song, his, his theme song is very 80s inspired. It reminds me of another track, but anyway, that's not for right now. Anyway, uh, I, I assume Boogs will go over Miz again? Uh, I don't know. You, ne you never know. I mean, you know, uh, yeah, you they know want to make it a trilogy or not, but I, I hope so. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. Anyway, we get Chelsea Green then appearing to tell Pierce he better make sure she has an opponent when she goes to the ring right now or else oh my goodness yeah and speaking or else we do have an opponent for chelsea green it is oscar versus chelsea green man i'm loving oscar right now she's so over too man with the fans she's great and and she's and she's a heel and she's still over <laughs> amazing anyway obviously oscar ends up winning by submission with an ode to Jim Brakes. Who? Yeah, no, this... Jim Brakes. I heard you. Um, okay, I didn't think this was a particularly good match. I didn't think Chelsea Green looked all that great. Um, well... In the ring. They tried to make... They tried to give her some shit in the ring, and she kind of did get some of her shit in. Well, then maybe Oscar didn't look so good. Maybe she, but I, I think between the two, the chances of one of them being off is more on Chelsea Green than Oscar. Um, but it's, but it's fine. I mean, I don't know what the what this really is. Like, is is she supposed to like break and go back to the complete hot mess and get off the diva thing? I hope like, so. I want it to be hot mess again. That'll be great. But then we have like broken Nikki Cross, and we're gonna have broken <laughs> Alexa Bliss, and we're gonna yeah. we have sort of broken Liv. 
And, and now why not break them all, bro? I mean, why not? I mean, it's, listen, I know wrestling doesn't have that many characters anymore, but, you know. <laughs> We're getting there, suddenly. You know, the, that much broken? I, I don't know. I mean, listen, like, right now she's a, a broken baby, universe, baby. literally. Right, broken universe. Um, <laughs> they, 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 they could use some women writers in there, I think. Well, the amount of women they have on their roster right now, you'd think they would look into women writers. I mean, for all I know, they have women writers. I don't they know. Probably but do. like, <laughs> well, they probably do. They need some that, like, like, some that wrote for, like, I don't know, like... For, like, Meltzer? No. <laughs> Not for Meltzer. Like, 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 people who wrote for, like, you know, I don't know, like, SVU, where you had Detective Benson, or Atomic Blonde, or, or like, Marvelware, like, Scarlet Widow, so where you had lots of female characters, but they had to have distinct characters character traits for themselves you know um, the mark tards would get absolutely angry with you for saying that i don't care what the mark tards are saying <laughs> oh, this is this is not a show for a mark card unless they're pwc mark tards yeah that's a different type of mark tard we love those mark tards for sure <laughs> that's a smart card that's a yeah that's a smart card so we like i don't know smart. what's above smart mark but they're above that they're not even smart mark it's even smarter mark for absolutely. us yeah absolutely <laughs> but anyway um Post-match, Bianca Belair comes to the stage to survey her challenges because, you know, she's the bestest, the sexiest. Oh, all right. You know, did, the, did, did we mention that during this, all of the other women that were going to be Elimination Chamber sort of encircled the ring, sort of one by one? True. Well, yeah. She says she sees six top-tier women in WWE. Bullshit, Bianca. No, you don't. Right. But who yeah. has what it... <laughs> yeah, exactly. But who has what it takes to win the Elimination Chamber... Who has what it takes to go one-on-one? -on -one? Not with the great one, but with the EST. Last year, she was in their position, and she knows what it's like. Were you just getting that... jiggy with it over there? Were you doing a little dance? I was doing a little jiggy. I was doing the uh, the Drake call me on the cell phone. Oh, wow. That yeah. was good. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, and she knows what it's like, and that's how she won the title. Good on you. Good okay. good girl. She was over. Yeah. Very cookie-cutter promo, but still. Yeah. That, that's what she does that's, that's, that's how it. she rolls that's fine that's how she rolls indeed well next we see Cody Rhodes walking backstage to send us to the break but as we come back from commercial though we get the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes making his entrance he gets on the mic somewhat sort of like coarse voiced looked like it seemed like he was coming like getting over the flu or COVID. I don't know man maybe COVID more than likely at this point anyway Seasonal cold and flu season <laughs> yeah cold and flu season right. right and ask what everyone wants him to talk about can he stop saying that now before every promo it's starting to annoy me no he's not that's totally going to be his catchphrase for oh it's going to really annoy me man if he keeps saying so what does everybody want to talk about you know what else stop when people say... start chanting brandy in bed <laughs> brandy in bed oh no and you know what I'm gonna say it man I don't know if anyone noticed this he was so stardust the way he was delivering his promos here until Heyman came out oh okay I'm um, telling you pay attention to the way he was delivering it I, he was talking like this I thought he was corporate Cody uh, well yeah but very well stardust is corporate Cody let's be honest well, I, that's, that's true um I, I think that, <laughs> i think that cody is very cognizant of his speech impediment and so he's very deliberate but then you can really hear it though that's the problem when he when he's very self-conscious about his speech impediment mm -hmm. it really comes out even more man it's like 
So, what does everybody want to talk about? Well, now you sound like Dusty. I know. I, know, I thought of that, too. He, he wishes he sounded like Dusty. <laughs> Son of a plumber. Anyway, he says last week he used his time to talk about his current WrestleMania opponent, the best in the world, not CM Punk, but Roman Reigns. As we get Sammy Chance uh, going up all through the arena. And Cody says the crowd read his mind. Huh, please. He wants to talk about the guy with all the momentum walking into his hometown. See, he's doing that, like Stardust, uh-huh. at Elimination Chamber. Right. And he's talking about Sami Zayn. That's how he was delivering his damn words, and it was driving me nuts. Anyway, he continues by saying he says it looks more and more like he'll be challenging Sami for the title. How? And with all respect for a friend... How? He's, he's playing into that Sami's going to win. I know, but what do you it mean, doesn't... How? doesn't come across as legit though and believable I, but, when he but says this that. is this is a good thing because wrestlers never acknowledge that the champion could lose their title between now True. and wrestlemania fair point fair point so but i anyway, disagree with you you big dummy no, screw you still i don't like it but anyway and with all respect for a friend he wishes zane luck and the best man may win but then we get mr extreme himself in the wise man paul Heyman. He does his usual introduction for himself and says the only thing as big as the week leading up to a major event is the week coming out of it. And he and the Tribal Chief have had their hands full this week. And some things have slipped through the cracks, apparently, Jeff, like congratulating Cody Rhodes on winning the Royal Rumble. What do you think about that? Did it slip through the cracks? Um, maybe. I don't, I don't think so. I didn't know it was traditional for... Uh, heels in wrestling to congratulate someone on winning the rumble you know it's true you know right around state of the union time you know so it is what it is well a handshake is offered jeff and -hmm. accepted and cody says yeah it was a wow moment indeed as cody says his father and brother had nicknames for paul his brother yes his brother he has apparently who is his brother i don't know i've never seen him but apparently he has a brother Right. I'm don't don't shoot the messenger. I'm just saying. Anyway, okay. apparently though, him and that brother had nicknames for Paul. But if he'll indulge him, he'll call him Mister Heyman. Now, what wow, do you that think? was quite a build-up, right? For nothing, we didn't even get what the nickname was. What do you think the nickname was? I reckon, I think it was uh, you know check bouncing Paul Heyman. Could, could something along those lines. The check hider. <laughs> Wasn't yeah. that around? Wasn't that around the time that the kite runner was a big book? <laughs> I guess international I mean, sensation. <laughs> I read uh, that. Oh man! Anyway, and the, and the one after a thousand splendid sons or something, something like that. A thousand splendid sons. Yeah. Well, well. Anyway, Mr. Heyman, uh, he will call him Mr. Heyman for now because he has an unparalleled respect for him, and he thinks he knows why. But if we're going to pull the curtain back, we might as well pull it all the way back. And he has a story to tell. The well, year he was told the story at the beginning of our show. Um, I know, I know. So you don't need to tell it again. True. Good point. Just watch the <laughs> intro to the show. Right. Actually, that's actually a good point. I didn't yeah. think of that. Right. Yeah. But anyway, um, it was pretty riveting, the segment. Uh, maybe a little bit over sort of played with the, with the IWC. It was great. Don't get me wrong. No, it's wrestling. Wrestling is good when it has a memory. You're just not used to it in WWE. 
Yeah, but to be honest, man, it didn't feel legitly emotional to me, even though they were trying to play that card. Uh, well, then, I, I guess you have no heart. What can I say? Who, me? You. Not me. Well, anyway, point of the story is uh, you'll never forget what he did for his old man. And apparently the check didn't bounce. I call bullshit. I think it bounced. No, I'm, I think it's all the truth. But the, 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 I mean, he didn't last the, long. Just the wrestling promoter one on one. You pay the top guy. Everyone else I gets stiff. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. They have no yeah. leverage. Yeah, that's, I agree for sure. Well, next though, we come back from commercial. We get a Kofi Kingston vignette for Black History Month. It is February. Mm-hmm. A little bit odd that they had Big E featured it and, uh, and, and uh, him just... winning the title either. That's true. Odd. I don't feel like WWE is really promoting Black History Munch like, like they were in the past. Maybe they'll do so sort of towards Elimination Chamber, but right yeah. now it doesn't really feel like they're going like all out with it. Oh, well, listen, I, I mean, they have one segment each show. I think that's, you know, sufficient, but... You know, I, I don't think there's any secret to the to the audience. I'm not black, so maybe maybe I don't feel strong enough. <laughs> really? about it, but I, I'm sort of over blank history months, period. You know, so you know, oh, like, careful, you know, every, careful, Jeff. Every <laughs> a, every month is a history month for something. So it's just I, well, well where's Greek History Month? Oh, for God's sake! I want Greek History Month, man. You can have Greek yogurt history month. How about that? <laughs> Why not have Malacca history month? But anyway. I swear, I if you were American, you would have been storming the Capitol. You would have been in that. <laughs> no, nah. nah, maybe. Yeah, nah, 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 nah. I was, I'm with Trump, dude. I was with Trump. <laughs> anyway, we get a... Um, this match was nothing, but it was Elias versus Montez Ford in an Elimination Chamber qualifying match and Austin Theory is also on commentary for this one anyway Montez Ford ends up winning via pinfall with a frog splash qualifying why was Austin Theory on commentary for the oh because it's for the right for the, the United States Chambers for the US title right. right but why would he come out to this particular match right only this one and not any of the others I, I mean I, is that to make us think that Montez thought Ford is the odds on favor because <laughs> we know it wasn't Elias Ugh, I feel bad for Elias, man. Maybe we do need his, uh, Ezekiel if back. Montez Ford works out of this with the U.S. title. I mean, that, that's sort of it for Dawkins, isn't it? Ooh. Uh, I mean, the only thing we can so. do with him is that Dawkins pretends to be happy for him and then completely turns on him. Like As, uh, Wrestling style. 101, bro. Yeah, it's going to well, be that, something that, like that. And that would be interesting for four or five months or you know, two pay-per-views, and then, then, then it's done. Then what do you but do? But you're Nothing. right. And I feel like it's very Back unfair. <laughs> nah, well, no, come on. He's better than that now. Yeah. You can't talk for shit, but other than that. Is anyone interested to see him wrestle? Is anyone interested <laughs> when they see Angelo Dawkins come on their TV screen? Just the name alone, Angelo Dawkins. Think Just about yet, that. That's a yes or no? Probably not. Okay. But I mean, different. I mean, but different to him. too good for NXT? No. <laughs> they might be excited <laughs> to see him there. So what are you saying? Future Endeavoured very soon? Uh, he'd be on my list. <laughs> of the t- we got to do that top 25, dude. 
Maybe, maybe not tonight because you know it's a long night for you. Not because he's bad, just but if Ford is going to be the solo he's not star bad. out he's of not it, bad. then what's the purpose of him? Unless he's just going to be a jobber for a while. Oh come and on! For a while, I mean the rest of his career. <sighs> well, you know what? I'm glad you brought up Montez Ford. I can't see him winning it for some reason, dude. Well, I, I can't. Do that. They have to pull the trigger at some point, and they have a lot of other tag teams. They built up the tag team division, and. I mean, the, the profits haven't really been doing much. All right, so listen. Now I see a tweet. It's National Pizza Day. I'm done with days and done with months. It is. Yeah, every day is something, and I love pizza. And I don't. Get I too love pizza, bro. I'm down for Pizza Day. Sure, yeah, yeah but I, who needs National Pizza Day? I eat pizza. Yum. I order pizza once a week, which means I eat pizza at least twice a week. I love pizza, bro. You know what? I'm due for pizza, man. Damn. Anyway, why you, I'm hungry now. You got me thinking of pizza. Well, anyway, we'll see what happens. Um, I don't know if you heard this, but apparently, you know, you can place bets on WWE uh, yeah, matches, right? That's such breaking news from like twenty years. I ago. know, I know. I'm just, just some people don't realize it, man. You're right; it has been going for a while, and really, we should be putting money on this shit because I think we'll clean up. You think? I truly think that. I do really you have do. any money? Well, the little money that I do have, I, yeah. I will throw on it. I should. So you wasted on gambling. No, but it's very now Douglas. you make me look bad. <laughs> no, actually, she tells me if, if anything, you should. She she's encouraging the gambling habit. No, not really. She hates that. Sometimes I have a punt here and there. You know what I mean? But but with that, I I think I would clean up. I think I would make quite a bit of money from it. Okay, you were honestly tell me you wouldn't. Do, do, wouldn't you be confident on making quite a bit of money on that yeah. on prediction? Well, really? Well, when, when, whenever I bet, I lose. Oh, yeah, you're telling me that one. If I don't put money on it, the same bet, I win. If I put money on it, I lose. Then I'll be convinced that's a curse. You shouldn't gamble, period. I I, I have no interest in gambling. That's good. That's a good thing. Anyway, um, enough of gambling. We go to Montez Ford winning and possibly becoming your new United States champion. I can see that. So remember, we'll do a prediction show anyway because it's next week, right? Um, Elimination Chamber? Already. Wow. Sure is, yeah. Well, post-match, we get Theory taunting Ford from the top of the announce desk. And then, guess who comes in? <laughs> himself! Seth Rollins appears to take his legs out from under him with a lariat and then follows it with a curb stomp, which was nicely sold by Theory, man. He didn't even put his... Man, he got face-planted. Literally. And then we see the cage being lowered for our main event. That's right. And Seth Rollins didn't attack anyone else, only the heel. Oh, no, only the heel. So I guess Seth is a full-blown babyface now. White meat babyface. I told you, once Seth came out to protect Triple H and and DX, that was his face turn. (laughs) Break it down. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, that is the main event. We do have Bailey and the man, Big Time Bex, in a steel cage match. Nah, I was expecting better, but we got a shocker, dude. We got Lita out of nowhere. I did not expect that, dude. When I heard that song just hit, I was like, what the hell, Lita? Well, I did expect it because it was all over Twitter that, that she was seen backstage. So. I wasn't looking. And when she yeah, said, so. I have a, I got one more card to play or something like that, I'm like, oh, that must be Lita. But still, it was good. The funny thing is, in, 
She did the Jeff Hardy, like when she was gonna come out and do yeah. the rescue. She 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 stopped for the fans and did a little dance right. first before running down to the rescue. I mean, that's the same thing Jeff Hardy did when he's supposed to be rescued. Uh, anyway, but she did the Jeff oh, Hardy and she she ran down. But uh, is this guess, necessary though, Jeff? Necessary? No, but I you know listen. I don't know if this was just for one spark. I don't know I if we're gonna have so. you know. I mean. Dakota Kai's injured. I don't know how serious her injury is or how long it's going to be, but it's a real injury. At least, I mean, obviously it was enough that she could work through this. So usually when someone's injured, they don't put them on TV. Um, But I don't know. Who knows? Anyway, um, you know, maybe they would do like uh, Bailey and Io Shirai against Becky and Lita, uh, you know, something that some... I don't care though, man, for that. Well, I I don't either, but you got to fill the card up. Um, I guess you do, but I mean, could you see it leading to um, Bailey versus Lita at WrestleMania? I mean, that well, know, that talk has been going for like a few years now. Well, then, then you'll probably see more matches. So uh, you know that that would make sense because I mean, Becky versus Bailey, we don't want to see that again. Becky keeps winning, um, and you know, but Bailey's in a big enough spot that you know a legends match makes sense and. You know, and usually you get rewarded after you get beat by a legend, a la Kevin Owens. <laughs> you know, you know, a la... so much for the reward. Well, I mean, he, he's been Think in. About he, it. He's been in the most major storyline. True. You know, you know, according to some people of all time, you know, and he's oh. played a major role in it, and still is playing a major role in it. So I don't, I don't. Really, I mean, do you think that the the fake belt really matters? Um, I guess not. No. It's true. Um, and so, just quietly, before we go, did I mention that Dynamite now is on Australian television as of next week? I heard that, that Dynamite, uh, that they signed... And Rampage. Yeah, that they signed some contract with... Uh, with so, yeah, there you go. Lucky you. And guess what network they're on? Uh, ESPN2. Well, yeah, why would I know any networks in Australia? Well, it's ESPN. It's still American networks. I mean... <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's your ESPN there. It's like if you turn on ESPN two no, here, no, AAW television not not going to be on. No, I know that, but we have everything that ESPN two in the states has on ESPN two here, and we do have Australian centric sort of shows too. The so, point so is though, D- it's D- on loves AAW confirmed. Which means, as a matter of fact, you know what makes it uh, significant though, Jeff? Before we go, <clears throat> it's actually on more cable systems than WWE. Good. Yeah, because it's also on the rival. It's actually on all sort of cable providers, whereas WWE is only on Fox. Take it off the streaming services. Uh, I don't know. That's a good question because I'm I'm a subscriber, dude. So I don't know what that means. Yeah, that's a good question. It was very low key too, man. It just came. It was just came up, for example, on my TV guide. Listen, like I, I I hate to say this, and this is this is just a level above complete rank speculation. But all of these little TV deals and streaming deals that, that Tony's been signing quickly, I think is to sort of have positive news after the embarrassment of Ring of Honor and no HBO Max streaming. And huh. I have a feeling that these are all very poor deals. They're like a, a like a level above better than nothing, just because he wants to say that we're on, you know, all six continents and in, you know, 112 countries, hmm. you know, or, or, or whatever it is. And, you know, it sounds like it's a it's a good network in australia but you know 
in uh, Europe and Asia, TSPN it's two, on though, you know? BT Live. I mean, they, they, you know, yeah. Oh yeah, see or that's the zone even... or whatever. It's something that you yeah, have no, to. Yeah, that's stupid. Get, yeah, you have to get a streaming service too that you get. No, no, you know, this is actually on television for us. So no. yeah, it's actually a good deal for sure. But ESPN two, I could have you know why not at least ESPN? You know the actual you know ESPN, not ESPN two. ESPN's not that stupid. The the president of ESPN Australia isn't that stupid. <laughs> I guess not. Well, it is Disney after all, and uh, second of all we do get them live so we're gonna have you know dynamite live and rampage when it is live so yeah i don't know what that means for the stream so what a 10 in the morning or whatever time it no, is no no 12 12 midday it's always on like all the wrestling is on at 12. i don't know why i'm doing the robot the robotnik either jeff but i, I am either. that's weird um but yeah 12 midday is when all the wrestling starts for me man okay no well, matter what company congratulations you have one less excuse for being late yes. to do shows now no, well, I, I watch them live anyway because I'm a subscriber to Fight TV. But I don't know what what that does mean to Fight TV. Audience, maybe if I was if I was breaking kayfabe, I couldn't tell you how many times yeah, I'd say, "Why can't we do the show now?" <laughs> I haven't watched it yet. LOL. No, 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 I've watched it. But anyway, uh, yeah. So Becky Lynch wins by pinfall with a manhandle slam. There are people, I can't tell you how many and podcasts I do with people who haven't even watched the show they watch like youtube clips highlight clips and shit like that it's just ridiculous <laughs> it, i know it, i hate doing shows like that dude this business Honestly, which I... by the way isn't even a business this this, this is like a, if you want to lose money you don't podcast it but <laughs> it, it, it's full True. of frauds people don't even they don't even watch the products yeah that's not good when you do that and i'll be honest man if i haven't watched i look i've done it sometimes like very rare but i don't like doing so you know what i'm saying i, I need to watch it to actually talk about it otherwise I, i've been pretty liberal with with the fast forward in a lot of occasions that's different at least you're seeing it you know what i mean oh, yeah, but, I, 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 every show i say i watch i want well and as before we go homeboy idea says jimmy in perth australia alexander the great volkanovsky is fighting islam Makachev, fight of the year possibly but wow. uh yeah anyway is, we should talk about that geopolitical UFC, it's a UFC pay-per-view actually this Saturday, I think, in Australia, in Perth. So yeah, it's it's a stacked card, not that anyone cares. Anyway, Jeff, I think we should take it home. We've done uh, really two hours of uh, talking raw yeah, for the long. Monday night machismo. Yeah. My lovely, my lovely Lassacari was on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I apologize for the cheesiness. <laughs> wow. But Fuck it's y'all. it's nice. <laughs> And I'm still going slow for some reason, but it is what it is. Anyway, Jeff, tell them where they can find you, man. Twitter, Icarus, FellMD, my other wrestling podcast that doesn't involve Jimmy T and the PWC and those cross-pollinated networks like HMG and Channel Attitude is Hammerlock Hangover, which I do with uh, Steve Pena, that we drop it every two weeks, unless there's a special event. So, uh, and, you know, so next week, this coming, in, in one week, we'll be recording. Uh, before elimination chamber uh my non-wrestling podcast garden of doom and garden views garden of doom I, well we talked about it a little bit on the show but it's things that go bump on the night things that are interest me that are sort of esoteric in nature things you know around the world within the world adjacent to the world and beyond and garden of views is more topical legal and topical issues but again one second that's that's some massive so check those show out shows out and if you subscribe to garden of doom you get garden views but if you don't want both 
you can go on the PWC network on pwcnetwork.podbean.com. You can like and subscribe, but you can also pick the shows individually. You don't you don't need to subscribe. You can just pick and choose each one. But I like to subscribe. But yeah, we prefer you subscribe. But it's weird how people sometimes don't subscribe. But listen, whatever whatever is easier for for our listeners. Um, is that it, Jeff? Or is there anything else you need to say? Well, if you want to follow me, you can at DJ Mass Effects and also at the PWC Network. Uh, please like and subscribe, like Jeff said, at the PWCnetwork.podbean.com. I don't need to explain any more than that because Jeff just did. Also, channelattitude.com, where you can find me now on two shows on a permanent basis. On a permanent basis, not just uh, uh, Rampage Uncaged, but also now on the Smack Attack as your new co host with what? John Enright. Yeah. Absolutely, I'm the new co-host of John Enright. I'm a big time. On the smack attack. Channelattitude.com. Five bucks. That's what I'm saying. And speaking of HMG, also please like and subscribe at HMG or I mean media group podbean.com for all our affiliate shows, including Jeff's. And I think that's about it. So in saying that, I'm Jimmy T. That's the evil one, Dr. Jeff Lippman. And you've been listening and watching the PWC. Monday night machismo. Oh, and also, like to Podbean and use the PWC network just quietly. See you. See you, my friends.
going to downtown Atlanta. Where are we going to eat? We're going to get a drink? What are we going to do? We? We. There ain't no we. I headlined WrestleMania. I sold out arenas all over the world. I was must-watch television. You are channel-changing television. That sound you hear when you get in the ring, that's remote controls around the world changing the channel to watch anything but you. And I don't give a damn about you. I give a damn about the fact that my Hall of Fame legacy, my championship-laden career, has lost all credibility because of you. Modern-day wrestling guy, see what you need, not some little cute little shirt, he's a red nose and floppy shoes, because you are a clown. You do not belong near me. John, where's this coming? I look, I can change, I can do better, I'll do better. You can't polish a turd. I try. Chelsea Green, I'm not talking about you, I'm talking about me. And Buzzsaw Engage. Look at the rapid offense of Oscar. A striking machine. The Empress of Tomorrow, absolutely lethal. Welcome to Monday Night Raw, Chelsea Green. Oh, oh, oh. I think right now the best Chelsea can hope for a couple of coupons for her next visit. It's not over yet. Chelsea Green back up on her feet. Oh, big kick to Oscar. I'm going to eat my words here. I, and armbar. Oh, my God. Oh, the body's not supposed to bend this way. Chelsea made top. It's over. It's over. How's she going to dial the manager without use of her arms? By submission. Out of the way goes Shelton. His turn now, running knee rock zones. Oh my goodness, one for each ten. Oh no. Wow! A Samoan drop by Shelton Benjamin. How the hell did he get Otis up that high? 330 pounds of Otis. Oh wow, explosive impact by Gable. Making the climb to the top turnbuckle. Gable now. Great athletic. Going home. Alexander, knees were up. The Cedric Alexander School of Chiropractic Medicine opens for business. KP, if you value that expensive dental work you got, yeah. I wouldn't say oh, anymore. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, look out! Oh, oh! Whoa! Montez Ford is not bound by the laws of gravity. And we're about to double down on oh, that statement God. from the heavens. Crack open the roof! Frog splash! Ford! He's got him! He's headed to the chamber! Dawkins not giving Priest an inch. Oh, the oh, Priest wow. takes it. Wow. It connects in devastating fashion. Dawkins on spaghetti legs. Answers with a thunderous right of his own. Oh, my God. Priest 
from heaven. Damien Priest now hooks the leg to qualify for the Elimination Chamber. Candice beats Carmella to the punch. Dixie with a face full of turnbuckle. Savvy experience move by Carmella. Look at this aggression from Carmella. It's time to do a little moonwalking after the trash talking. Oh, nailed it. A minute from behind. Cannonball. Carmella, super kick! Carmella now dragging Candice LeRae back inside, stacking her up for the victory! And Mella's going to the chamber! I didn't come here to talk. I came here to beat Rhea Ripley's ass! And since she's not here tonight, how about this? The Rated R Superstar Edge! The Glamazon Beth Phoenix versus Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley at Elimination Chamber. Oh, really? Oh, hey, Dom, you think Rhea's in? I think Mommy's in. That's what I taught, because Finn is in. We accept. Of course, that is if the both of you actually make it to Elimination Chamber. This does not bode well for the Grit Couple. The numbers game in the favor of the Judgment Day. Could be like Extreme Rules all over again. But Edge and Beth, they're ready for a fight. They're ready for a scrap. Oh, here we go. Swivel. And here we go. And look at Edge go. Wait a second. The Street Profits, Angelo Dawkins, scheduled for a match with Priest coming up next. He's even the numbers. And he's here to help out Edge and Beth Phoenix sending Damian Priest. Spear. Spear from Edge on Bala. Oh, no. Oh, no. Dom, watch your back. Montez Ford's on the scene! He's gone! Oh no! Mommy, help! Oh no! Look at the strength of Beth Phoenix! Slam slam! Taking care of Mysterio! God, Cody. I can't convey in words how much I loved your father. And I can tell you straight to your face that your father loved you. In my last conversation with your dad, he told me you, Cody, were his favorite son. But Roman Reigns was the son he always wanted. You know, I'm just trying to win a wrestling championship, and everybody, everybody wants to make it personal.
and that's what you just did, and you're not gonna pay for it, Mr. Heyman. Your boy, Roman Reigns, is going to pay for it at WrestleMania when I take those titles personally. In this $5 denim jacket, is a multi-million dollar contract. On this contract, it states, Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar at Elimination Chamber. Now, Bobby Lashley, if you've got a set of balls, You'll get your ass down here and sign this contract. You got your wish, Mr. Lesnar. The Almighty doesn't need a second invitation. I think things are going to be done to my terms right now, Brock. So I'm going to take this contract and I'm going to let my agent look at it. I'm going to make my lawyer look at it. And then I'll get back with you, Brock. I'll take it into consideration. What are, you, are you surprised, Brock? Are you surprised that Bobby Who has one up on you?
The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to.